49 and a half now. <laughs> 49 and a half. I'm just going to have the music later. Fuck it. Susio. Is something to say there, Hap? <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I wanted to fucking. Dun, 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 dun. Is that the John Cena theme song? Is that what you It sounds no, like Price not. is Right. Or it is. Is it the is Price is right. right? Okay, just making sure. I didn't realize we changed to the Price is Right thing. But apparently. That, that, that apparently yeah. we have, so. Nice. How, how, how about I hit mute so I don't be rude when you do your opening? How about that? <laughs> oh, I'm How about you back me up on the fucking song? Uh, Susio Football Weekly, brought to you by Savory Sound. Savory Sound, a sound that will not interrupt your thought process. <laughs> oh, man. Wah, 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 wah. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> really? I was going to use that, too. Anyways, well, we're back. Susio Football Weekly. I'm Tony G. Math Magician is here in the mix, eating his ice cream while joining us live from his own vehicular manslaughter. Uh, the man in the Tesla, the man in the electrical vehicle, Hap Alvon. What's going on, guys? Full self-driving, baby. Full self-driving. Oh, that's awesome stuff. This is, um, we got to work on that. If I say guys... <laughs> We got to work on who's going to talk first. I actually know EJ goes first. I just felt like fucking with him on this one. <laughs> well, that, that's great for editing purposes, I might add, too. That's amazing. So, I'm uh, leaving it in. We're already uh, here. Well, well, I've listened to the show. You leave everything in. So let's just get I, into that. Uh, <laughs> I do oh. contemplate taking it out, and then I go, ah, fuck that. So, you know, it is what it is. Good times. I guess you could say sheer laziness. Um, um, but, but yes, it feels great to be here on a Monday night. Thank you. So. Thank you. Thank you, EJ. That's dynamite stuff. Back on a magical Monday. We do. I think this Monday stuff is really paying off because we're really fucking up the Monday games, man. The Chargers and the Broncos. Chargers taking it. What was it? 16 to 19 to 16. What a pathetic display from two teams that were supposed to be on the top end of this shelf. Well, that's worth talking about. Final and overtime 1916 Chargers over the Broncos. Broncos looking lowly as shit. EJ, we were talking before that. How are you feeling about them Broncos right about now? Well, Tony, it's a bit puzzling how this team is not better than it is. They have a – they're kind of wasting a, um, a defense that's very good, and they're, they're um, top five in the league in my opinion, and their offense is not up to par. They're the lowest-scoring team in the NFL, and that's surprising because they have amazing weapons on this team. They're just not utilizing them. And I don't know if it's the coach or something, but it's it's puzzling to figure out how they're not better than they are. That's just – I think that's the million-dollar question because even watching the game, Troy Aikman and what everybody is like, this, it's like how is this team not better? And I it think is, that's – It that, is that's, baffling, yeah. Yeah. It's baffling to say the least. I mean, anybody who's went ahead and drafted Russell Wilson or anybody who's part of that Broncos offense is just going ahead and kicking themselves in the ass. Uh, speaking of which, Apal Vaughn, I know you're one of those guys, and I'm not even talking shit because I'm one of those guys included. Uh, we thought the Broncos were going to be a lot better than this, and this is just a mess, is it not? Uh, yeah, that was kind of a dick way to introduce the conversation, as I am one of those guys. 
Um, I'm also one of those guys who got so fed up that I actually sat Russell Wilson this week. Nice. Uh, he a comment earlier. I should have sat Sutton as well. And looking at his 3.4 measly points, uh, DJ was right on that one. I should have sat both of their asses. Uh, draft time, I thought these guys were going to be the connection of the century. I thought it was going to be the new Brady and Gronk or just Edelman. I didn't know. I thought they were going to ball out. Wrong. None of that has happened. I ain't going to lie to you guys. Just, just so you know, I bought Cortland Sutton's rookie card. Like PSA 10. Cost me like 85 bucks. Thinking, yeah, this guy's going to go off. Now you use that shit as a fucking paperweight or a coaster or something now. Freaking ridiculous. What is it they did when they were kids? They put it by your bike tire to make it sound like... Yeah, that's what we got right now with this guy, man. What a freaking mess this has been. Yeah, it's... And, okay, what's up with the football in general? Dear God, do you see all these wins? It was a wacky week in football, but you know what? Well, let me chime in on this. I'm going to pick seven where you got to pick seven games. And um, there's 500 people in this pool, if not more. So it's um, by one o'clock in the afternoon, the guy that runs the league was like, hey, it's a carryover. Give me your picks for next week. That's just how bad it was with all the different teams and upsets. It was a weird Sunday. You had Baltimore. People thought we're going to cakewalk, butt race the Giants. You had the Tampa Bay against the lowly Steelers. You had even Jacksonville against the Colts. Colts came up and did some stuff, and it's just – it was a weird week, you know, and um, wacky week. The Falcons took the Niners. In the oh way. yeah, yeah, that was that too. That was amazing. I know the Niners lost some defensive guys, but their offensive guys were all there. It's still no excuse why you only scored fourteen points. So, you know. At this point, it's just fancy to see how the Seahawks are actually doing better than the Broncos, even though they lost their G- best player. Geno Smith's a top ten quarterback. Go figure. Absolutely <laughs> is. Yeah, what a wild ass week it's been. Why don't we go ahead and dive into the slate? Let's talk scoreboard. We're going to talk it. We're going to go ahead and talk it big because it was a crazy week in fantasy football. And this and the game's reflected. Here we are. Fantasy underachievers are 111.1 to 108.8 from the West Siders. Fantasy underachievers are now 3-3, three and three, sitting there 500. Or the West Siders are now dropped to 2-4, and four, languishing in the mid-city L.A. Uh, Big-time moves from fantasy underachievers because he needed this win. This is a... Something to get him back to 500, and now he's there, and he's in striking distance in the Valley. Uh, EJ, taking a look at the fantasy underachievers, do you think that they have the ponies to go ahead and make a run? Um, It's too early to tell. I think what helped him is the Kenneth Walker the third pickup and the fact that he's now going to be the uh, RB1 for them. I mean, there's a lot of people that said whoever took him, that could win you your league, so – He's trending in the right direction. We'll see what happens. Um, it's great to see him with Goddard and a few other guys that underperformed and still put up 111. IUK had a great week. And uh, and he still has some guys on the bench. DeAndre Swift hasn't played in two or three weeks, and he had some guys on the bye, and Tua is still out. So I think he's trending in the right direction. So. West Siders on the other side of the ball, only 108 points, but still right. You see him right there. Geno Smith, the fellow that uh, that we just presently talked about. The West Siders putting up a number, got himself triple digits as usual, but just came up a little bit short. Hap Alvad, talk to me about this. We, we talked about the West Siders. We may have had some real issues at quarterback, but maybe he found them. And I think this has just might have been a game that he could probably get past. What are you thinking? I think Geno Smith gave him a stiffy, buddy. Between Geno Smith and Mike Williams barely touching the ball today, 
that pretty much screwed him. He should have won this. Looking at the projections on Sunday, yesterday they had him slated to win. Like, I'm, I'm shocked it ended this way. I, I thought the West Siders were going to come out of this victorious. I guess not. This looks like a lucky one for Edgar. And in my opinion, yeah, Edgar definitely has a good squad. He, he has a playoff contending squad. Well, whenever you score negative you- four, whenever you score negative four on defense, it's always uh, any win's a good win. Playing <laughs> <laughs> from a high. Sorry for trying for- to have no, no, it's all good, brother. Hey, we got the you trust tree the here, truth. man. Yeah, we're 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 all in the trust tree here. We're all the, uh, you know, circle of trust. I don't know what we're, what we're fucking calling. It. Either way, D Smoke and Rico's Taco Killers one twelve point one to ninety two point three. The beat Rico's Taco Killers dropped to zero and five, languishing there in the Valley LA Valley Division. I might not even ask the question about that one. D Smoke catching himself another ride on the lightning train, getting himself back and a little bit more closer to actual relevance. He's now two and four, and about and probably I'm willing to wager still fourth in the Mid City LA Division. We're gonna have to go ahead and bump that up later if you see whatever happens from there. D Smoke though on a little bit of a winning streak. This is two in a row. What are you thinking about this, Hap Alvon? D Smoke is this a team that could make it back no man he's in quicksand it's just happening slowly he can climb out a little bit here and there but then he ends up just sinking right back into where he was uh, I think this was an off day for for them taco boys and Dwight got real lucky on this one man I mean look we, we targeted this game as a hey uh, these both teams re- both of these teams really need a win and only one of them is going to get it Taco Killers did not get it. They're one and four. Math magician, talk to me. Are the, the, they're fishing, right? We're going fishing, golf, whatever. No, whatever I don't like. think so. It's still too early to tell. I mean, um, the Taco Killers gets his Dak back next week. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Dak, keep in mind, we don't know what his team would have been. Dak got hurt in the first week of the, the season and has been out for the last four or five weeks. So they kind of put a damper on his thing. If Dak can get to pre-injury form and everything else before that so this team is still i would say an incomplete right now we don't know what's happening same thing with dwight you know herbert didn't do anything and he still won so that's got to be a positive um thing for him and he still has some guys out and he's got two good running backs on ir that eventually could come back so you know it's i think they're still incomplete and they can still challenge and battle for a playoff on both teams so it's kind of wild though if you actually look at the taco killer's bench there's nothing he could have done differently like nothing at all. Like that's just is what it is, right? That's that's always something you can you know walk away from and hang your hat on. That's like I did everything I could. He just has an Al Pastor curse, man. <laughs> Al Pastor curse. Yeah. yeah. The curse of Al Pastor. Speaking of marinated pork, Hapavon does not eat that. But he does eat 111.8 points over them. Slauson boys, 108.2. Slauson boys taking the hit, dropping to 4-2, and two, while Hapal Vaughn, the mishaps, is back at 3-3, three and three, sitting in the middle of that Valley Division, still in striking, divisions, keep, uh, striking distance and keeping pace with the pack. Looking at that squad, let's talk Hapal Vaughn. This guy got himself a win. He's 3-3. Three and three. He's at 500. And honestly, same difference. Kind of put, up, put the whole squad in. What are you thinking about there? Let's talk about it. EJ, talk to me about Hap. Do I have to? Okay. All right, okay. fine. Half, half no, no, talk no, about no. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. 
it's okay, man. It's okay. No, no. DJ, well, you, you know what? Oh, it's, um, about um, how he wants out of hopes and prayers. You know what? I mean, what's the diamond in the rough for his team right now has been the New York Jets defense. The New York Jets are four and two. That team has been playing out of their ass. Their defense is they got Sauce Gardner. They got all these other guys, and they've shut down quite a few good teams. So the Jets have been an amazing find right now there for him. Um, albeit he said he benched Russell Wilson and won. He still would have won even if he started Russell Wilson. So let's not start blowing each other just yet. So, but either way, I mean, it didn't make a difference. He made the right lineup moves, either starting Daniel Jones or Russell Wilson. He still wins. But either way, a win's a win. Um, I'd be a little worried about um, some of his other positions. We'll see what happens. Hopefully some of those guys come back. But either way, he's still battling, and 3-3 three and three is a lot better than 2-4. and four. Hap, them Slauson boys gave you a little bit of a run for your money. You had that 108 points, and you know what? It looks like you uh, – the math magician is right. You did everything you could do, and that's how you get a W. Uh, them Slauson boys now sitting there four and two. They were looking like the darling, but do you think these bye weeks are catching up with them? And is this something they can do differently to go ahead and hang on to what they got? Oh, you're looking for me on this one? Yeah. I'm switching it up. The boys can hang on to what they got. got hit with a stick this week, bro. I called it. I said this last week. I go, I'm not supposed to win this game, but I will win by a fluke. And if you remember, there's one other game that I said will win as a fluke. And that one happened as well. Hap dog, all up in that ass, 500, let's go. 500 indeed. League nemesis. That's I have to say about that. Okay. All right, that was actually that was a decent mic drop. You didn't have, you could have just not talked. Wanted to know all I had to say. Wait a minute, well, I don't remember what was the other game that you you called out. You don't remember which one? You said it was a fluke. Was it my game? What's your game? It was my game. Fuck it. Here it is. Honeydew Melons and the Crenshaw Cruisers. 111.1 points. That seems to be the magic number at 83.2. The Cruisers take their first L of the season, dropping a 5-1, and one, while the Melons are at 500 again, evening out that Valley Division. Three guys on top. Something's got to give. The Melons go ahead and take it again, and apparently it's a fluke. Thank you, Hap. Uh, Hap called it, uh, so good for you. Hap, go ahead and talk about the Melons. This really was a, a lot fluke, of trouble going on south of the 10, Tony. What? I said there's a lot of trouble going on south of the 10. Crenshaw Cruisers, Slauson Boys, 66, a lot of trouble south of the 10. What do you mean? Oh. What do you mean? What do I mean? I called it. Sorry, my my compass is all fucked up. I thought it was like, wait a minute. I'm not south of the 10. And then I realized you weren't talking about me. No. Ah. I even mentioned Cruisers, Slauson Boyd, 66th and something. All <laughs> south of the 10. Well, I, I don't have much to say on this. I'm the math magician, not the geographer-tician. So. <laughs> Thanks, Magellan. 
Magellan, I don't know, whatever. Either way, well, okay, so cool. Good to know there's bad shit happening south of 10, Hap. Uh, you know what? Math, math magician, give me some numbers on this. The cruisers take their first L. Is this is some this is obviously a fluke, right? No, it's not, because I told you it was fucking I, I didn't that five and oh was very inflated in my opinion. He's gonna come back down to earth. Um I think what's surprising is, you know, the your your ten year I didn't realize this was a keeper league with you and Eckler. Um since you seem to draft him every fucking year. And then um but you know what? He's been terrible for the first four or five weeks. In the last three weeks, he's been amazing. Go figure. So what's what that you know what that means is he's going to do absolutely nothing the next three weeks. It was it the way it goes? Um, then I'll know to bench him. Exactly. But the problem is you have jack shit on your bench, so you have to start him. So um, I'm sorry, you never heard of a fella named Mike Boone? Yeah, who's now the third string back to Latavius Murray? That's why <laughs> I dropped. Bullshit, That's why I dropped him, and you picked him up. Thanks I did for... not know about the Latavius Murray thing until it yeah. was way too yeah. late. Now I'm at the end of the waiver wire. But I mean, I think what was big for you, Allen Robinson, had a heartbeat this week, which was great. He's been non-existent, um, and Eckler's been great. I think ultimately your issue is going to be your quarterback play because Aaron Rodgers has been terrible. And I don't see that team getting better. Randall Cobb's out for the year. So it's a good win. You've been one of the lower scoring teams this year. Very Sex Panther-ish, according to you guys. Yes. But, you know, but either way, it's still Fine. a win. Win's a win. But um, uh, I'm not too high on either one of you guys. Aaron Rodgers needs to step it up. And then I maybe some changes could happen. But. Uh, we'll see what happens. League Nemesis and the new guys Trash Fire Barbecue. Nemesis 93.4, 79.4 for the Trash Literally. Fire. Trash Fire now drop it to two and two and four, man. It's a, like real hard one for the Trash Fire. League Nemesis three five hundred three and three. What are you gonna do? You think uh, you think that the commission has something going here? Is this something that is well, there a pulse? Is there a well, pulse? Well, let me just say this: uh, it, it's it's not recommended to start someone on your flex who is ruled out for the game. You know, that's a bold strategy by the new guy, but you know, it didn't pay off. But you know, I'm no you know, I'm no wizard on this, but Jonathan Taylor's been out for four weeks. But hey, let's continue to start him. That's a good call. So um either way, if he starts somebody in his flex, he might win. Who don't know? But um either way, it's both teams very underperform very drastically. But either way, um 93 is not very good, but 93 is a win. So the, the league nemesis with a good win, and he's now, I believe, three and three. And the new guy is now two and four. That's four losses in a row on the downward trend. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully, we can get out of that slide. Hap, new guy. Are we looking at is 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 he the old guy now? It's kind of man. He's he's going to old trash fire. Um, this can't argue with EJ man. How are you going to start a guy that's just been out? all freaking year long man and then you got zach wilson as his quarterback like that's not gonna help him out any better so it's it's all bad um i don't think he's gonna be going places uh league nemesis on the other hand even with his whole team just shit in the bed josh allen just pulls it out for him so he's gonna ride him all the way through the playoffs but yeah that's a no for me, dog, on the Trash Fire Barbecue. 
The Rose of the Guadalupe and the Polkai Sex Panthers. A tight one, 120 to 121. Polkai Sex Panthers pull it, pull it off. Look at that, four and two. Dancing in that West. I think he might be tied for first, perhaps. No, ah, just sorry. Nah. Either way, uh, he, he's keeping pace, though. And he and the Rose was on a, on a nice little streak there. He goes ahead and cuts the Rose off. The Rose drops to three and three, sitting at 500. Uh, not a bad showing for either team. 120 points is nothing to sneeze at. Uh, you know what, Hap? Talk to me about the Sex Panthers. <laughs> See, I'm switching it up today. How are you feeling about their win? Do you think this is something that, uh, look, we all know that they are historically a low-scoring squad. They don't really put up a lot of numbers. But, no, but 121 is a high game for for a Sex Panther. Yeah, right? We might have to check the books. Numbers. Yeah, this might be a scoring freaking record for the, week, for, for the last six months or so. I don't know. what. Hap, talk to me about the Sex Panthers. Are these guys these guys are rolling though. Let's be fair. Three and two. They're out four and they're four and two now, and they're in striking distance in the West, right? Well, they know so much about Jason Taylor that they picked up Deion Jackson. And I'll I'll say he's the one that won it for him this week. Put up a 30 burger against Lawrence and the boys in Jacksonville. But yeah, man, um, as much as I hate to admit it, because he showed me no love this year. Uh Polkai's a contender, man. Polkai's a contender. I was calling Guadalupe to win this one. I thought he was going to blow up because I didn't like EJ's matchups. But, no, nah, man, that, that 1.6, I called it. I said this game would be within five points. 1.6. Good win, EJ. Thank you. That was a good win indeed. Let's go to the other side of the ball, though. The Rose, actually, 120 points, right? A great game. I mean, that's the edge of a knife right there. That's the edge of the envelope. Uh, the Rose, do you think this guy, I mean, he's last few seasons looking pretty shabby, uh, not looking like the same Rose we had in full bloom a few years ago. And now look at him. He's sitting there. He's scrapping. I mean, look, he's going toe to toe with the champ. Uh, do you think this is something that like, we're going to have to see later? Like just you continue to play your the way you're playing there, EJ, you think you're going to see this guy again? Um, I don't know. Um, it's still early. He's in a very competitive division. I think all of them are three and three, and one is two and four. Um, so like right now, he's looking pretty good in his division. Um, I mean, I want to preface that I got a little, I got lucky this week. You know, he had a few guys that underperform. I had two of my better scores on the bye week. So he had Brady and Aaron Jones. He didn't do anything um, remotely to what they're capable of. So it takes a little bit of luck, and I got a little lucky. I'm not gonna lie. And I think, like Hap mentioned with the Deion Jackson pickup, that was a huge pickup. I took a chance on that, and that paid off. And, you know, I mean, I am tooting my own horn on that because that was a risky play. I realized I was projected to lose by, like, 20, so I had to take a chance, and that paid off. Um, luckily, Hertz and A.J. Brown and those guys put up enough numbers in the defense, and it worked out pretty well. You know, it came down to yesterday. Um, I got an interception at the end of the game, which helped me, and – I needed a Dallas field goal to be missed, and it happened. So sometimes you need a little bit of luck, and you know, albeit you know, I'll take a win as I get it, you know, which is helpful. I do go onto a bye next week with I have a few of the Eagles out, but hey, four and two is four and two, and I still get some of my guys back, and on to next week, and continue to see what I can do to make it five in a row. So, 
Antonia Grazza football team and Team Quan 124.9 to 96.9. Team Quan's dropping down to two and four, languishing a little bit in South LA while the West LA is ruled by one man, and that is Antonio Grazza and his football team at this juncture. He is now five and one, sitting in first up there. Uh, big time, number 124 points. Uh, this guy's been scoring at a high clip all year long. This is kind of a renaissance for him a little bit. Uh, this is not the kind of, this is not your daddy's Antonio Grazza squad. Is it not? Talk to me, EJ. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, he's done a good job. Um, I think what's put him over the top is he's got the best running backs in the league right now. Brees Hall was a great pickup. Saquon is looking great. So that's been the difference because I'm not very high on Saquon. And right now he's proven a lot of people wrong because a lot of people avoided him in the draft because he's been awful the last two or three years. Daniel Jones has been terrible. And looking, lo and behold, the New York football giants are five and one. And he's made some good moves. Trevor Lawrence is there. So um, he's got a pretty good bench. And he's this was with Devontae Adams on the bench and Derek Carr. So, I mean, I think right now you really got to look at it. He's got to be one of the favorites to win it all. Um, the way his team is looking. So, and, you know, um, I'm glad I won this week to keep keep up. And um, We had a close week, close matchup the first week. So it's a long season, but, you know, right now he's trending in the right direction. And he's looking really strong. So. Hap Alvon, I feel like I could say the same thing about Team Quan. This is not your daddy's Quan squad, bro. I mean, this guy here, he's, this is something that uh, we don't really see out of Team Quan very often. That's a losing record. He is now two and four. Uh, what is the problem here? I don't know, man, but I hope he's not going to play like this going into Kwanzaa. Um, this is this is bullshit. If he would just name his team, the curse would end. All he has to do is just pick a name, a decent name, and it's all the shame Shokwan. will stop. <laughs> but he won't. He's just going to leave it Team Kwan, and if he does, this is what's going to happen. I think he's doing it out of protest. He's just tired of hearing us. He's like, maybe guys. Yeah. He's like, well, like, screw these guys. I'm not changing my team name. Fuck them. And then what does he call it? Like kissing cousins or something like that. Something, you know, whatever. Kissing, kissing cousins. Hey, that's pretty good. Oh, perfect. Stra- perfect strangers. There you go. Come on. I'm giving you gold here. Perfect. Perfect strangers. Wait a minute. Who else is on his team? Where does the perfect strangers come from? I mean, I don't know. Kissing cousins, perfect strangers. That's just what came to my head. So. You call it Balky and Larry gay. I do, I do love Balky Bartakamos. <laughs> who, who would be Balky? I don't know. Uh, maybe Tyler Hick. Jared Goff would be Balky. Jared Goff, totally. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Either way, Team Quan is falling apart. I think this guy needs to get his act together a little bit, but then he can. If anybody can, John Quan can. Let's be fair. But I think it's going to have to, it's going to, the change is going to have to come very soon. Some soul searching might have to be in order here. Casey, Rick, and 66th, and Shaw, 155.8 to 123.2, the highest scoring game of the week. And guess who pulled it off? Up to 500 now, three and three, sitting there third in the West LA. Casey, Rick, my man, streamers going off, cats and dogs living together. 66 and Shaw's now drops to two and four. He's that South LA. That's going to be a tough little division if you're sitting at two and four. Even if you are putting up 123, that's a tough one. But you know what? I'm just I'm gushing right now. I'm gushing. Who wants to talk KC Rick? I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna let you guys jump in. Who wants to talk KC Rick and his monster point? Wow, can 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 you blow him any harder right now? But um, I can, but I have to use my mouth to talk. That's true. Why don't 
Um, he had a great week. I'll give him that. I think that's not surprising the guys that did well. Though I think what was surprising is the Juju Smith-Schuster, who's been terrible all year. So the 24 out of him really helped him. I think I would have said maybe Schuster gets eight or nine. So that put his – he still would have won, don't get me wrong, but that put him into the the 150 burger status with, with um, Smith-Schuster. Um, I like how he sat his defense when he was up like fucking 50, which is great. That's stupid. But, uh, <laughs> but um, whatever. I mean, everybody can do their own. It's not like you're winning by like three. You're up by 50. So <laughs> let me sit my defense, knowing that the lowest you can Strategy. get is negative 10. The lowest you can get in defense is negative 10. Let me sit my defense up 50. Okay. Strategy. No, no, that's called douchebaggery. Stop it. Just fucking. It's on the other side of that ball. 66 and Shaw, not a bad number. Probably would have beaten almost every single other player in the league. But uh, Hap, you know, if you're looking at it, he, went, he came up against a buzzsaw, and that buzzsaw is known as Casey Rick. 66 and Shaw, is this just one you got to shake off or what? <laughs> it's definitely one he's got to shake off, man. It's tough times if you live south of the 10, man. It's crazy out in them streets right now. That's starting and to make sense now. <laughs> he just happened to catch some heat this weekend. Casey Rick shooting that heat. Damn, Casey Rick bringing the heat. I he never thought shooting. I'd hear that sentence uttered by you. Shooting that pepper spray at people. <laughs> pepper spray at people and sprinkling crack on them. All right. That's like, and then he gets you with the pepper spray. And then the finale is the taste. He's just insulted injury with the day. That rounds out the slate. Let's go to the standings. Let's talk about what the Sucio League is looking out right now after week six or five? Week six. It's okay. No, it's week five right now. We just talked week five. We just talked week five. So wait a minute. It's got to be your week five. This is going to be week six. We're, this is week six. We're going into week six. So actually, no, we're going after into week. So this after week six. five. This is week six right now. We're in the conclusion of week six. No. Yes. Week five. Because Tony, Tony, you're now four and two. So that's week six. They don't call him the math magician oh. for nothing, folks. Uh, oh. Eric, tech, yeah. talk us off the cliff here. Oh, All right. shit. So, what's well, today's to, mathematics, DJ? Man, sorry, I'm sorry. I know what five plus one is. It's six. Okay. Um. So in the Mid City LA division, we have the Cruisers taking their first L, five and one, courtesy of the the Melons. <clears throat> Congratulations, Melons. Demps Lawson boys took an L. They're now at four and two. Um, Westsiders, I believe, took an L again too, so they're two and four. And we have D Smoke getting the second win of the season at two and four as well. Now we go to the best division in the Sucio Football League, the West LA division. You know what? Everyone's worried about south of the 10. You better worry about west of the 10, homie. Just saying. Um, we have Antonio Grazza. How can football. you be west of the 10? It runs north. West north. of the 405. Sorry. Excuse me. Thank you for, like I said, I'm the math magician, not the, yeah. not the magellanitician. Okay. All right. Well, see, now we all have roles, huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> At least I'll tell you. Yeah. I can call me Mr. Compass. Compass, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Protractor. Okay. Um, let's go. Um, Antonio Grazza football team at 5-1. and one. 
We have the Panthers. Four game winning streak, four and two. Casey Rick, three and three. Uh, new guy at two and four. It's great to see Casey Rick with a big, the high point total of the week. He'd be first place in some divisions right now, but he's the third place in West LA, you know, but you know, that just tells you how tough West LA is. So we're going to go to the LA Valley. We have the Honeydew Mallons, sole possession of first place at four and two as like the third lowest scoring team in the league. Congratulations, Mallons. Um, they don't the ask Mets. how much they ask how many, uh, there you go. Um, we got the mishaps at three and three. We got Edgar and the underachievers at three and three. And the taco killers bringing down the rear at one and five. I like how they're bringing down the rear because that's, that's actually a perfect, <laughs> a perfect yeah, statement. It's, it's, bring, it's bringing it down now. Correct. <laughs> It's like it's like you think there's nowhere to go but down, but yeah, yeah they, it's lower. You can go lower. Oh yeah. In the South LA division, we have La Rosa de Guadalupe at three and three after a close loss to the Panthers, one point six. I think that's the closest match of the week. We have the League Nemesis pulling off a win at ninety three points, but he's at three and three. We have sixty sixth sixty sixth and Shaw. who put up a third highest point total of the week, but took an L because he went against the highest point total of the week. And we tell you matchups mean everything. And so, you know, it's a tough week for the Shaw at um, taking an L on that one. And um, we have Team Quan um, bringing up the rear two on that one, too, at two and four. So um, that division is still very close. So in your last place, you're still only one game back. So that's a very competitive division. So, you know what? Um, and that rounds out our 16-team slate. Jeez. How the fuck? I thought I was, like, tied for first place. <clears throat> you were tied? Yeah, I guess oh, it's that. Oh, you won. So Only inferiority complex, Batman. That's okay. I'd be leading Xander every other division. Same with Casey Rick. <laughs> Whatever. It's, it just means our t- our division is tougher because we play each other tougher. That's why we lose so many games because we're tougher. All right, so week six is in the book. Six, right, EJ? Either way, six is in the books. I've nailed it down with with my uh, my statistician. Yeah, it, it's week six. Uh, week seven is ahead of us. So we got to start looking ahead. We got to start looking about what, who's going to play well, who's going to play, and who's about that money. Uh, you know what? Let's do this thing. Eric, give me your game of the week. Who do you got in that Susio League? Talk to me. Um, for me, the, one of the games of the week, just purely off of records, is um, Antonio Grazza versus Dem Slauson Boys. Um, the Graz is five and one. Them Slauson boys, I believe, is four and two. So it'll be an interesting matchup this week. Um, Dem Slauson boys has a few guys on a bye, actually quite a few. Um, but um, he's still got Mahomes and some other people. So it's an interesting matchup just based on record wise. Um, Graz has got a few guys on the bye too. So um, in regards to them, I'm going to have to go with Graz. Um, I like a lot of their matchups, um, which will be great. And. Um, like I said, I, I expect them to, to, to reign supreme. I expect Derek Carr and Devonta Adams to have big weeks against Houston. Um, so those would be guys I would probably be interested in taking in my in a daily fantasy or uh, for like a fan duel or DraftKings and everything else. So I think coming off a of bye, I expect them to have big weeks. I think Devonta Adams puts up 25 to 30 points. And um, big thing for them, Slauson boys, hopefully Keenan Allen comes back because that's the one thing that's missing for the Chargers, Keenan Allen getting high targets, anywhere from 10 to 12 targets and some big points. So 
those are three guys I'm looking at for this week as big point producers and possibly for people to target during um, Daily Fantasy on Sunday. Yeah, I like that Devontae Adams pick too, man. Like, just you know what? I kind of like a couple guys on on Graz's team, man. Like Damian Harris against Chicago. Chicago, they can't stop a nosebleed. Like that Nico Collins. I don't know why. I just have a good feeling about that guy this week, just because like in woefully inconsistent team also in a woefully inconsistent season i think the texans are like gonna be that puncher's chance team this week it's gonna be like okay yeah we're gonna put up a weird fat number against the raiders because the raiders seem to allow people to do that so i i like nico collins is like hey i'm down below i got like uh you know i got forty six hundred dollars in FanDuel, and i gotta buy a wide receiver uh you know that guy's worth looking that way and i am also taking grotz i think he's gonna take them sauce boys out this week those bye weeks are just too rough who do you got hap seriously with all the bye week them slawson boys got uh antonio grotz the whole way dude i feel like his kicker alone will probably put them slawson boys down just kicker and defense and he should win the game right there. He could bench everyone else. He should be fine. <laughs> but nah, man. I'm, I'm, going, <laughs> I'm going Gratz on this one. He has a ton of favorable matchups. It's it's going to be a good Sunday for him. This should be an easy blowout. It'll be a gimme. All right. While we already have you on there, you already got green light there, Hap Alvon. Talk to us about your game of the week. It's show and tell time. Who do you got? Oh. My game of the week is fantasy underachievers versus Jimmy, the league nemesis, buddy. And believe it or not, man, with Josh Allen on a bye week, I'm going fantasy underachievers, man. He's got a he's got his he's got his tight end, and he's got one of his wide receivers out. But overall, I think fantasy underachievers, and I'm calling it by about mm, ten points plus. 10 point dang 10 point plus blowout win looking over on your end other side of the table there math magician talk to us who you liking um in this matchup i do like the underachievers josh allen is a one-man army and uh, him not playing is going to be hurtful i don't know how garoppolo will do against kc but that could change you never know it's good. we anticipate that being a high scoring game so garoppolo with those weapons could put up some decent numbers so we'll see um in regards to um Fantasy, I like um, Kenneth Walker the third on this one. I think he's a must-start. Um, Chargers defense I don't think is very good, and I think Seattle's been shown to know that they can run the ball or they're dedicated to run the ball. I like Walker um, to put up big points in this one. And um, I think the DeAndre Swift, if he comes back, I think he could run the ball on Dallas, and I think DeAndre Swift could have a big game. So if DeAndre Swift is eligible, those could be some guys I would take as far as in daily fantasy. And for Jimmy's team, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. I don't know if there's anybody I would say I would take. Um, I think Waller coming back off an injury should be a, should be an interesting play, and um, I guess kind of go from there. Um, I'm kind of interested to see what happens um, on those matchups for daily fantasy. But I like um, either way. I like the underachievers in this one just a little solely for the fact that Josh Allen's on a bye. So. Yeah, I, I like the underachievers too on this one, and that is a humongous reason. Like Josh Allen being on the bye, that's going to hurt a lot. Jimmy Garoppolo strikes fear in no man its heart, man's heart. Maybe a lot of women. He looks like yes, sure. he looks like a woman killer. Like he literally kills them. But I am more saying that I don't trust him as a quarterback, and he uh, I can play defense against that fool. 
Kyler Murray, also something we are forgetting, he is getting a big-time weapon back in DeAndre Hopkins, and nobody even realizes it because it's gone for so damn long. Also, and we're thinking, oh, Hollywood Brown's there. Hollywood Brown, I believe, just suffered a season-ending injury. That's correct, and they just picked up Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson, so that should be another interesting situation. I look for a lot of points to go Zach, uh, was Zach Ertz's way, and we'll see what happens with DeAndre, but... He's probably going to get a lot of targets, too, because last I checked, Robbie Anderson's been in this league for a long time, he's good for a home run every so often. But it's like a sleeper one on this one because Robbie Anderson on a short week isn't going to provide much. Yeah, they're not going to have enough time. But I think a a sleeper to watch to put up some um, sneaky good points is Rondell Moore. So um, Mm. coming off, so he put up some decent numbers this past week, so he might be an interesting play because now he slides in. AJ Green is washed now, so it kind of sucks because I used to love AJ Green when he was in Cincinnati. But I think Rondell Moore's Rondell Moore and Ertz are guys to look out for, and I think James Conner comes back, so that could be an interesting play. They might have to change their focus and be a little more run heavy, but we'll see. Because Hopkins might take him a game, or unless he comes out flying, we'll see what happens. Taking that underachievers too, man. It's on. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and talk about my game of the week, and you guys know what this game of the week is. The my my first fresh kill, five and one Crenshaw Cruisers against my the greatest team ever to play football yesterday. Uh, Casey Rick after their big one hundred and fifty three point showing and taking them to five hundred. Uh, I'm I like this this week this game this week because most of their players are not on by. Uh, this might be the game of the week just because the sheer number of starters actually played. Uh, just going up and down the lineup, I'm liking looking at what I see from Casey Rick. You know I'm going to take him just because I'm a bit of a fan. Uh, but you know what? I also see reasons to be uh, reasons to be hopeful. Uh, I believe the Broncos are officially the winky right of football. They just play terrible looking football, but they end up having a decent shot at winning. Uh, and they're going to give, I think they're going to give that to the New York Jets. Wow. Did you like that? Winky Wright, that's a good call. That's pretty good, right? Like nobody likes watching Winky Wright. I'm, right? I'm, I'm a James. I'm a James Lights Out Tony guy myself. But yeah, that Philly. So you're running to Winky Wright in the street. Winky Wright. Either way, uh, you know what? Atlanta just had their big game against a big team. I think they're going to have a hard time with Joe Burrow. I think they're going to look. Joe, the Bengals are going to look to make that an extra little something something. I think they're going to put two together in a row, and they're going to be big games. I think. They seem to do that a lot. They just break off big-time scoring runs, and I think that's about to happen. Uh, Lamar Jackson against Cleveland, though, on the other side of that ball, I like Lamar Jackson against Cleveland, but I just don't like the rest of the team against the teams they are playing. Uh, he even has a guy named – I didn't know – Daniel Bellinger. He exists. Um, Cody's Cody's brother. Are you serious? Is it Cody's brother? No, it's not. Little brother. Former, right, we former, do it. former Dodger, Cody Bellinger. <laughs> Don't talk to me about the Dodgers. You see, I'm not even wearing a hat right now. <laughs> Fuck the Dodgers. Fucking ridiculous. 100, hey, 100, 100, 162 game seasons are tough. Yeah, if we can digress, I will say that might be the biggest disappointment in Dodger history. What do you mean, might? It is. Yeah, that is. Yeah, it's pretty fucking sad. If they didn't do it. Embarrassing. Them. Embarrassing. Yeah. Either way. Yeah, that being said, I think I'm going with Casey Rick here. I like the Cruisers' chances if Lamar Jackson scores 67 points, but I don't see that happening. So I'm going to go with Casey Rick just because that's how Casey Rick rolls, and that's how this Casey Rick bandwagon rolls. Who do you got there, EJ? 
Um, I'm going to go with the Cruisers on this one because he hasn't changed his lineup. He's still got Derrick Henry on the bench, so Derrick Henry's yeah. going to start over Josh Kelly. So that'll be um, a definite must-start. Um, it's going to be interesting. He's And also, Casey Rick has digs on a bye, and he's got a few of his better receivers on a bye. So it'll be a little challenging for him. I don't think 155 is going to be in the books this week. Um, but uh, I think, oh, man, Lamar Jackson should have a big week. I just don't see a lot of other points. Um, Tula coming back will help Tyreek Hill, of course. And um, I think Cruisers win this one by a little bit. Um, fantasy options, daily fantasy, I, I like. Um, oof. I don't think I'd, I probably would pick Burrow on this one um, and maybe Kelsey, uh, depending on the matchups. Um, I'd sell, I'd buy high on Jackson. I think I like Jackson this week. Yeah, Jackson on that one or Burrow because um, I think that's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, and I do like um, – oof. I do like Green Bay defense or even Denver defense in this matchup. Um, but we'll see. Um, I don't mind Derrick Henry either, actually, against Indiana, Indianapolis. Yeah, Derrick Henry usually has pretty good games. So, he usually and, plays um, Indy really strong. Yeah, and Jacksonville had some pretty big runs, albeit ten, Indy, I guess, leads the league in rush defense. That's – but Jacksonville ran for 180 yards, so that just tells you either they're one or the other. You have to find out real quick. I, I just don't think Indianapolis is very consistent. So no, they're not. But um, we'll, we'll see. But we'll go from there. But also Tennessee's got one of the worst pass defenses in the league, so that could build well for Matt Ryan. So because they threw the ball like 50 times, so that might be their new focus is throwing the ball a little more, spreading it out. Can I ask a you a la, question? A la Patriot style. So yes. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Did you purposely pick Crenshaw Cruisers as like a knee-jerk reaction because it's Casey Rick? No. I just don't like the fact that he's got digs on a bye and he's starting him in the flex. I just don't like his matchups. Mm-hmm. All right. David Montgomery, that's a tough matchup. He's got some tough matchups all around, and I just don't like him. So. <laughs> I just don't like him as a team. The matchups, not as a person. He's uh, <laughs> a really stink. lousy individual. He just <laughs> sucks the human. Go ahead. on. Who do you got? Uh, believe it or not, man, I'm I'm going with the I'm going with the cruisers on this one. I believe it. I'm going with the cruisers. I think it's gonna be an extremely close game. I'm saying it'll be within five points, but Casey Rick, man, with Diggs gone, he has no one to fill that flex spot. No one that's going to put up more than three to four points. But, yeah, I, I think Casey Rick's going down this week, man. I like Dizzy Will Dizzly. I think he's going to win. I can, if he puts him in, I think it's over. It's on. The saying, three touchdown game coming up for Will Dizzly. Right what did you say? Giggity, giggity? Will oh. Dizzly. Dizzy. Dizzy. Will Dizzy. No Dizzy, no doubt, man. Ah, oh, man. All right. Let's do the best of the rest. We're going to rapid fire this bitch because you know what? We're getting on over here. Honeydew Melons and 66 and Shaw. Who do you guys got? We're going around the table. EJ, talk to me. 66 and Shaw. That's what I'm going with because I don't like the melons. Bam. Who do you got? Hop on. I'm going melons, baby. I'm going melons, too. I'm taking my own team. I didn't pick my team last week, and I won. Surprise! Wait a minute, shit. No, I'm taking 66 and Shaw because <laughs> I did not pick my team last week, and I ended up winning. And after you saw your bye weeks, oh, that's, uh... 
D smoke and sex Panthers. Let's talk about it. Who you guys got? Let's go around that table. Panthers because I always take myself and I'm going to win. I don't care about bye week, no week, high week, low week. I win. Dr. Seuss, everybody. Who do you got? Half of on. Oh man, this is just, I don't know who's going to put up a worse week. I don't know if it's going to be Herbert or Ryan. Um, shit, man, this, this one's going to be a toss up. Oh, Jalen hurts on a bye week. Jalen hurts is the heart of that team. Uh, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go sex Panthers. They're going to squeeze it out. I'm going to say by 2.2 points. We're going to go ahead and I'm going to go make, make that a clean sweep. I'm going with the sex Panthers as well. I think they're going to make this, they, they're going to make it a clean sweep for us. We're going to go ahead and win that one. Them sauce and boys and Antonio Graza football team. Who do you guys got? This seems academic at this point. Talk to me. Cap. I thought we already picked this game, man. We already talked about this game. This was one of the games of the week, Tony, and I thought we all went grazza on this one. We we went pretty hard. Okay, fuck it. New guys trash for our barbecue and Westsiders. Don't don't worry, we'll cut that out. No, I won't. (laughs) That's a little I care about that particular part. Go ahead. Hey, you ever mess up? Happened to me. You got, go ahead and talk to me. Who do you got? Westsiders, new guys, trash fire, barbecue. I'm going new guy because um, he's got a lot of bye weeks, and I'm not sure how it's going to work. I'm going to go new guy. Getting off the schneid. Um, maybe. But I'll, I'm not very confident on it, but I'm going to go new guy. <laughs> that sounds like a very waffly new guy. But, I'll, but fuck it. All right. Go ahead. Who do you got? Half out on new guy or Westsiders? I'm going new guy the whole way, man. Uh, with Zach Wilson and the Jets going up against Denver. Seems like everybody balls on Denver, so I'm going new guy. I'm taking the West Siders. I think the West Siders are due to get off the schneid a little bit. I think this team is better than we're looking at, and Geno Smith's going to have himself a day against those Chargers. He's going to eat. Rico's Taco Killers and the Rosa de Guadalupe. Who do you guys got? Hap Alvon. I'm going Guadalupe on this one, baby. I think Brady's going to have a hell of a day in Carolina. Um, I don't like his Carson Wentz starting as a quarterback. Um, I'm going Rosa on this one, man. I think Rosa is going to bounce back this week. Tacos continue on a decline. Mathematician. I'm going Tacos on this one. He gets his Dak back this week, and I think it's going to be a big difference. I'm going Taco Killers. I'm taking Taco Killers, too. I'm just them. I think he's going to win. He's going to make it two and five coming up. Jesus. Mishaps against Team Quan rounding out the slate. Who do you guys got going around the table? Hap, do I even have to ask? You really don't, baby. Mixing all the way. Mishaps for Haps. Talk to me, Eric. Um, oof. Really, motherfucker? Oof. Um, I hate to say it. I think even though he's got his bye week with Jefferson and Cousins, I think Quan wins this one. Bam. Quan's taking it to, you know what? I'm with you. I think Quan's going to win. I'm calling it. I, I like that one. I like Quan win, win by like eight points. And then like, and Hap's going to have most of his points on his bench. Yeah. Russ, Russ is going to go. Russ, Russ is going to go off on his ridiculous. bench. You guys are shit. Russell Wilson is going to run then, for three touchdowns. Then he's going to throw it to Jerry Judy like four times who's on the other team. 
Oh, man, that rounds out the slate. Before we get out of here, find a new way. I think Bold Claims is going to go the way of the Dodo here. You know what we're going to do? We're going to talk money. We're going to talk. We're going to break it down. Who do you guys got this week in real football? We're going to, in honor of Prop 27, we're going to go ahead and just uh, and go around the table. Who do you got? Give Anybody got a parlay? I want a three-team parlay from each of you before we get out of here. Oh, this is easy. This is fucking um... – one, uh, I have a request. If we're going to start doing this, can we get like the million dollar man theme song? Like, money, 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 money. money. That, would be, that, that would be pretty classy. Hap, would you agree with that? I would. Everybody I would. got a prize. And we can get some like, get some little low-key black eye bodyguard Virgil. We'll call him Virgil. There you go. I wouldn't call Virgil low-key. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Call him overtly racist. But, you know, <laughs> okay. I guess it is just what it is. Um, what do you got for us? Give me your three team parlay. Okay, for my three team parlay, I'm taking. Um, I'm gonna take. Um, I'm going Raiders. Um, right now the spread's at seven. I might tease that down if I'm gonna go with that one with with a part of my three teams. I like the Raiders coming off a bye. Um, if you think they're going to go, I'd probably either money line it or tease it down a little bit because seven seems a little lot. Um, I am going to go, I would go, um, Dolphins against the Steelers. I do like Tua coming back. Um, and going that and Dolphins D is pretty good still. So I think playing back at home, I'm going to go Dolphins on that. They're favored by seven. And like I said, I might money line that or tease that as well too. Um, and for my third game, I'm oh, gonna yeah. go. I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with this one. I'm gonna go. I'm going a little off here. I think since Wentz is out, I do like Taylor Heineke on this one. I think that's gonna change the pace of Commanders. I'm gonna go um, Commanders in five and a half. That'll be my three team parlay. Wow, you're taking Commanders in five and a half. You're taking the points on the Commanders. Yeah, I might even tease that up to eleven and a half. We'll see. But I'd say I'd take the Commanders in five and a half. So. My God, you know that's some ballsy ass pick right there. That that's the money maker at the end, right? Oh, I agree because um, I like the quarterback change, and I think Heineke has the respect of the team. He's helped them out, and I think it'll be a change and the change they need. Plus, he's got a bold flavor in a green bottle. Yes, because <laughs> it sounds like Heineken. You got it. Hapavon, you got three teams for us. Yes, I do, man. Um, I think Arizona is going to take the game against New Orleans on Thursday. I think, yep, I think Brady, yep, to cover. I think Brady's going to whoop that ass on Carolina Sunday morning. And then my final game is I think New York is going to run all over Denver. And then I'm going to jiggle that one on the flip side. What does that last part mean? Because that sounds like something cool. I don't know what jiggling on the flip side means. I don't know what it means either. I just really thought it sounded cool. I didn't know what teasing a bet meant, and I didn't want to ask. Okay. Respect. I just wanted to jiggle on the flip side. your pity on the runny kind. Okay, so brief brief explanation on teasing is meaning like you're buying points, so that way you can tease it up to get a few extra points or tease it down to cut down the spread. So I think, like, for example, if I'm Tampa Bay – and I'm ten and a half. I would probably tease it down a little bit if you think they're not. So you tease it down to like four and a half, or maybe even three points. Or if you think Panthers might hang up, then you tease it to go upset. So you get seventeen and a half. So you can move it either way. 
to be able to do that, you're buying back. So it cuts down your odds a little bit. But if you want to hit, depending on how much you put down, like you're not going to like you don't win playing dollar like one dollar blackjack or five dollar blackjack. You got to put like forty, fifty dollar parlay, hundred dollar parlays on these things to be able to cash out. So that's why you got to make sure these three are the right three. Like I said, for me, like I said, that's why I say money line, because I think for some of these teams, like I would say Jets, I would money line that. Tampa Bay, I would probably take that on the spread because if you money line it, you're not going to get less odds because everyone knows Tampa Bay is going to win that game. So it really depends on how you bet it. So, I mean, that's why the Commanders won. If I'm taking a five and a half, I'm going to get better odds on that because people are thinking, okay, that's a little more of a risk. But I think the, I think I'll take the five and a half because I think they're going to cover. So I, I like your Commanders bet. I'm going to lie. I don't want to steal it. I mean, I'd be tempted uh, to steal it, but I mean uh, – in the odds of sounding fairly original, and the oh. in the breadth of that, uh, I'm liking the. I'm actually liking the Cardinals too. I think I like mm-hmm. that money line straight up, or maybe, maybe even like, I'd give them seven points. I think it's going to be a shootout. Uh, I do like the Raiders as well over the Texans, and I like the Titans over the Colts. I think the the Titans are going to take the Colts to the woodshed, though. They're going to beat them by like uh, seventeen points. So, do you know? Do you have? The, I don't have the odds in front of me. Um, the Titans are favored by three, which is basically it's a, when you're a home team. If you look at the odds, the home team favored by three is basically a pick 'em. Yeah, essentially. So essentially, I'm yeah. So, so I'd actually tease that up to seven points. So basically, like the Cardinals Saints is basically they're saying one and a half is basically a pick 'em and go Saints with it on that one because right now that spreads at one and a half currently. So yeah, I like the Titans this week. I really do. I, I think uh, that's going to be my – those are my three squads right there. Um, yeah, because yeah, it looks like the Jets-Broncos is close to a pick or our field goal and same with the Seahawks-Chargers. That looks like that's close to a pick too. So Nice. Hell yeah. yeah. All right. Before we get the hell out of here, any bold – any anything before we take off? Who do you guys got? Any other specials? <laughs> Fuck it. All right. We're out of here. This is Ben Sissio of all <laughs> For EJ, the mathematician Johnson, my baby, and half Al man. We are Susie. We'll catch you guys next week. Yow. Everybody's gonna pay. Everybody's got a purpose. Everybody's gonna pay. We're gonna have to get that on there. I'm a. I'm a.